0: Other than this, guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Monday episode of the show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Kyle, happy Monday to you.
1: Happy Monday. Hey, listen, uh, tomorrow is hard knocks. Yeesh. Very exciting. I thought, is it always on Tuesday night?
0: I didn't think so. I thought it was a Sunday night.
1: Thing. So did I, because I woke up yesterday morning really excited about Hard Knocks, <laughs> and then I looked, and it was the 11th. I said, shit. Well, okay. So tomorrow's Hard Knocks. I'm excited. Yeah, first me too. First new football programming of the year.
0: My wife likes to watch it with me. so I
1: just got mine to commit.
0: Oh, Excellent. Well, here's the problem. This is what you're going to find out. All of a sudden.
1: Well,
0: here's the thing. Your wife is all of a sudden going to be like, oh, Sean McVay is so cute. And suddenly she's going to have a crush on Aaron Donald and Jared Goff. And so, you know, that'll be a really fun thing that you get to experience now.
1: That's fine. I'm mentally prepared for it.
0: All of a sudden, they're telling you about things that Jared Goff's doing on Instagram.
1: What? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: And we've been doing this for years now. So, you know, there's always a couple players. She did not enjoy the Raiders, though. She didn't really, like, have any close connections with the.
1: She didn't get a crush on John Gruden? She didn't, no. Well, man.
0: Which is a little disappointing.
1: (laughs) Because she's got a John Gruden at home and Joe Marino. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Hey, Kyle, Jordan Reed's got a new uh, mock draft out on thedraftnetwork.com today. It's Mock Draft Monday. Make sure that everyone doesn't miss out on that. Go to thedraftnetwork.com, see Jordan's mock draft. And then tonight is live takes on takes, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time.
1: And uh, draft order determined by Vegas odds. So, no,
0: Jordan Jordan made it up. No.
1: <laughs> Vegas odds. I laugh because he did the same thing that you did, uh, where he put his intro, and the last line before the pick started, in bold, is betting odds determine draft order. You know what I'm going to do when I do mine? Because I guarantee you people aren't going to read that shit.
0: You said you're going to put in the analysis of
1: every pick. I'm going to put... The first line under every pick is current Vegas odds. Yeah. So that way it is very apparent as you scroll, it is sorted by betting odds.
0: Are you up next for the mock draft or someone else? I believe so. Oh, wow. Looking forward to that. All right. So, Kyle, we finally kind of have like an understanding of what players are playing in the NFL, right? The, the opt-out deadline was Thursday last week at 4 o'clock. Eastern time. And so now we have like an opportunity that we should take to go back and revisit our season predictions for each team. Right. We went on record of the way we thought the season was going to go. We predicted every game, but there's been some significant. uh,
1: Imagine being dumb and doing that. Like as early as we did, we didn't finish last year until like week (laughs) four of the preseason. Right. Like they would have just played the first preseason game. Like yesterday.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- well, Thursday was the Hall of Fame game. Thursday
1: right? would have been the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, like, they would have played a grand total of one preseason game by now. And last year, we were done with this exercise four years or four weeks later. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so let's let's see what adjustments we want to make.
1: Sure. Do you want to start by talking about key players that opted out, or do you want to talk about key teams?
0: I sort of feel like this discussion has to start with the New England Patriots.
1: It does because I mean they, they had lost had, how many starters? Chung, Cannon, H- Hightower. Hightower, yep. Yeah. Um, Matt full, LaCosse was LaCosse. a starting
0: tight end. Marquise Lee, who I thought gave them a dynamic to the receiving core that was needed. Um, you know, so yeah, I think that there, there's there's some things to look at here with this Patriots team who we had going
1: nine and seven,
0: nine and seven. Now, they've also, we've already adjusted for Cam. We gave them an extra
1: win. Yeah, for Cam. we think we had them at eight and eight and then bumped them because of Cam. Yeah.
0: So looking at this screen, it's the team that has the color around it that is the winner we have winning the game.
1: Correct. All right. A very astute
0: observation. I just need to make sure. So, what, uh, we had the Patriots beating the 49ers.
1: We also have the Patriots, um, Yeah, I think that's the biggest one that stands out. And it was primarily because they were coming off the bye, right?
0: Yeah, it was coming off the bye. Yes, exactly. That was something we thought about for the Patriots. But you know, all of a sudden you've got Nick Bosa rushing up against what, Yadnikajust? Yeah. Think <laughs> that make might make a difference. And you don't have your your downhill backer in, in high tower to match up against the uh the dynamic rushing attack there that they have, and then Chung's an important like Matchup player,
1: you know, I'll tell you what, I watched uh Ravens versus Patriots last night and watching Baltimore pound the outside was very eye opening. And uh, would you say the Patriots definitively got better for 2020 on the edge versus what they had last year?
0: No. no. They lost Collins and Van Oy. I know Correct. they got like Winovich who's gonna be a nice player
1: in Ooch. Right. But like those are young players. They're not Right, right. <laughs> so it's like teams that are physical and can I mean look at what Tennessee did to them too. And Tennessee was a little bit more downhill. Granted, Baltimore popped a couple big inside runs. But teams like that, like push New England around a little bit. And San Francisco, I think, has that same kind of pedigree. So, if we were to change games for New England based off their losses, losing Chung, who's arguably their best run defender in the secondary, losing Hightower, not getting any better on the edge, I'd give this edge to San Francisco right now.
0: I still think I like Belichick scheming against Denver in week five to give them the win there.
1: Well, it doesn't help that Denver lost Juwan James.
0: It doesn't. That's right.
1: Um, so they've got Elijah Wilkinson and Garrett, which is who they have their last starting year. tackles. Yeah, yes, but same, it, it's yeah. it was, so you're it's a push, right? You were supposed to get better there, yeah, and you didn't.
0: I'm comfortable with the rest of this. I mean, we don't have the Patriots with any like real aggressive wins in my view. I, what their their highest quality win is probably Buffalo in Week 16, and I'm not I'm not going to push off that. I don't think. I mean.
1: No, but Buffalo wins that game. The oh, Patriots win in Week Eight.
0: Oh, in Week Eight, yeah. In I Buffalo. still, I'm fine with the split there.
1: Okay, so to summarize, if we change that game, we would have Patriots at eight and eight uh, wins over Miami, Las Vegas, Denver, Buffalo, New York, Arizona at home. Um. The Chargers in l a and then the Jets again,
0: yeah, I'm good with this. I mean, I think this is still giving a lot of respect to Bill, you know, like to be able to scheme and coach up good situational football. I think they can get to seven and nine, eight and eight, and that we have them at eight and eight now now, right. this does take them out of the playoffs, I think
1: uh it will, but it might not, depending on what else changes because we also have the, right now the Broncos have assumed the seven seed. Okay. At nine and seven, but they lost Juwan James. So I think it's worth revisiting whether Denver's record changes based on concerns about pass protection in any games that they play.
0: Yeah. So du- Juwan James is their big one. Kyle Peckle also opted out. Uh, I think that's a that's not a, a an important loss for them. But we're counting on a little bit better offensive tackle play. So, does this move us off of any of these dubs that we have claimed okay. for
1: Denver? So, right now, we have Denver projected at 9-7 and seven before the loss of Juwan James. Uh, wins against Tennessee week mm-hmm. one, mm. which – okay, I'll just keep going. we we'll come <laughs> back to it. Miami week six, Kansas City week seven uh Atlanta week 9, the Chargers week 11, the Panthers week 14, the Bills week 15, the Chargers week 16 and the Raiders week 17. This game this team might drop a game or two here.
0: Yeah. I mean the the Titans, here's the thing about the Titans. They're running it back, man. It's it's the same team in a lot of ways. Right. Um and you have to think that Tannehill as the guy going into the year, as opposed to picking up the pieces in like week five is going to make him better for that. Um, now they have their own issue, right? With right tackle in my view, you know, like they don't have Jack Conklin anymore and they're counting on either Isaiah Wilson, Wilson or, or Dennis, Dennis Kelly. Kelly. I'm not going to say we're talking about week one, right? So like to me, that's that Hello, Von Miller is
1: going to be rushing against Which I, which I think, lends itself well to Dennis Kelly probably starting to start the (laughs) year
0: Isaiah Wilson let's go brother here's Vaughn here's Vaughn Miller go ahead oh then T.J. Watt in week two and then uh, Shaquille Barrett in week three and Jason Pierre-Paul Bud Dupree Brad Chubb come on man I mean that's that's life in the NFL though right if you want to try to hide matchups it just doesn't happen
1: I'll tell you what if I was going to bring Isaiah Wilson into the starting lineup I'd probably wait till week four when they play right yeah, you have <laughs> Jets, Patriots, Mexico, Jets Patriots Dolphins. Yeah, there's not to get your feet one... wet before you right. play the Chiefs. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's exactly what they should do. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I, I sort of want to change this to the Titans.
1: I'm completely on board. Okay. Which, by the way, is gonna create a shit ton of chaos for us. You realize Good. this. Good. Because right now, we have the Browns as the sixth seed at nine and seven. The Broncos are currently the seventh seed at nine and seven, but they're going to drop this game. And that is going to mean we're going to have the Colts at eight and eight, the Patriots at eight and eight, the Broncos at eight and eight, and the Dolphins at eight and eight.
0: Oh, geez. Who do you think wins? I don't know. We, what's, we, I mean, we probably need to look at the Dolphins too, right?
1: They didn't lose it. Uh, Albert Wilson. Was that it? Allen Hurns.
0: So they lost those two receivers. It just puts a little bit more on Preston Williams' plate to come back.
1: Well, and the good news is he's been cleared for football activity with no restrictions. So, but uh, let's let's move it here. The Patriots go back into the seventh spot. Okay. Based on tiebreakers with all these eight and eight teams, I mean, I'm happy to look at the Dolphins if you'd like. I don't know that we
0: had any really aggressive wins, did we?
1: Can you agree with me that they're going to sweep the Jets now? Because that was at least a point of contention. Jets trade We already have it happening. Yeah, but I went rogue on that because you didn't agree to that. Because oh. you struggled with the Jets having three wins.
0: <laughs> well, sir, they've lost CJ Bosley and Jamal Adams since okay. we lost Okay, <laughs> Okay. I didn't know that you had that in a crystal ball. Oh, okay, got. let's dig into the Jets here in just a second. First, let me tell you about rockauto.com. This is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box? So they know that we sent you. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices. And all the parts your car will ever need over at RockAuto.com. All right, Kyle, let's deal with the Jets here. The Jamal Adams list, Jets. The C.J. Mosley list, Jets. Is that it? Did they have anyone else?
1: Um, that's it. I Think those. That's the big uh, losses, obviously. But
0: Josh Dotson. If you thought that that was going to be, you know, he was going to refine himself.
1: Isn't uh, he like going to Africa to do like mission work or something like that? He might be. And if he is, I seem to remember somebody's. Reading somebody was doing that, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had the Jets at three and thirteen.
0: <laughs> well, they're, so their three wins are what? Like the the Broncos, Cardinals, and Raiders, Raiders.
1: week thirteen.
0: Uh, we're look.
1: I mean, the Broncos are probably pretty offended by that. Well, it's it's a short week in New York. That was why. Yeah, it's Thursday hard. Thursday night in New York is yeah. why we picked the Jets to win that game because then see, they have extra
0: time against the Cardinals
1: who is also traveling across the country to play in New York.
0: Yeah, that's I'm good. I'm good what, with the Jets.
1: What about the what about the Raiders game? I'm just going to I'm just going to ask the question the week before they play the Falcons and we have them losing that game.
0: So that would make the Jets 2 and 14 and the Raiders 6 and 10. Yes. I can get on board with it if you feel good about switching that. Then I can get on board with it.
1: I don't feel super compelled to. That's the problem.
0: Neither do I. But that's what I was like. If you do, and I'm okay. No, then- I'm
1: I'm I'm not. We're gonna leave at three and thirteen. All right. Okay. Now, other teams that were heavily impacted, opt outs that we need to take a look at.
0: The. Giants.
1: <laughs> okay, the three and thirteen Giants. Nice. Yeah.
0: So Nate Solder is out. So that means Andrew Thomas goes the left tackle. I think Cam Fleming Fleming will be the right tackle. Some people thought Matt Pert might be
1: a not to start. To, not no, to
0: Cam, start. Cam Fleming's to be the right tackle. So. Um, I Nate mean, wins it,
1: against the the Washington football team. Uh, the Browns week fifteen, and the Eagles week ten, upset special.
0: I don't feel compelled to change any of that.
1: No, me neither. All right. Um,
0: let me see here. Is there anyone but else? A
1: total of sixty-nine players who opted out. Yeah. Twenty season.
0: I mean, I'm not finding. Cleveland had some like. like Billings and a bunch of backup offensive linemen and Drew Forbes, Colby Gossett.
1: Minnesota had uh, Michael Pierce.
0: They did. Now their defensive tackle situation is is bad.
1: Now we had them in 8-8. They finished second, tied for second in the NFC North with the Chicago Bears.
0: The completely new secondary. Right. I think we changed week one against the Packers, man. Probably. I mean I know Minnesota's at home but like they okay you have a really good interior offensive line with the Packers with you know Aaron Jones and then you have like no, a completely new corner situation against
1: Aaron Rodgers Well listen we just did this we went through the entire like position group by position group and we asked ourselves where is Minnesota better than the Packers And what was our answer nowhere nowhere in in, in its entirety in our opinions it's just our opinions. And if you don't like it, you know, it's just an opinion. Green Bay is better in every juncture of their roster. And, Joe, you mentioned it's at home. Are there even going to be fans? Right. So if we feel like Green Bay is a better team, it's not like they're traveling across the country and you're going to get impacted by jet lag. You're in the same time zone. It's probably a 60-minute flight, if that. If I was going to play a a
0: fanless game, I'd love it to be in the Taj Mahal in Minnesota,
1: (laughs) right? Yeah, right. Comfortable, you know. Beautiful. And, oh, by the way, you're traveling there in September. Not that it matters for Green Bay because they're not a warm weather team. But it's like you don't have to, like, travel there and then get in the frigid cold, right? You're
0: fresh, too. It's week one.
1: Right. You're ready to go. play
0: on the road, right?
1: Now, we also have Minnesota wins against Tennessee. Detroit, Carolina, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Chicago, and Detroit.
0: <sighs> Talk to me about their plan to stop the Titans' rushing attack.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Shamar Steven and uh, hey, Jalen Holmes. <laughs>
1: You've already pointed out, brother. They love them some Shamar Steven. They sure do. Hey, it's by the way, I'm just, I'm just looking at their schedule. Did you see that Quentin Nelson has an NFL Game Pass film session with Baldinger and Kurt Warner out?
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the correct response, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, Eddie Jackson has one out this week, too. So those were, yep. that was a very good 30 minutes of my time invested into watching Eddie and Quentin talk about football. Hmm. Um, here's, here's where I struggle with Tennessee. And I have the luxury at looking at the entirety of of everything in front of us right now. We already have them at 11 and 5.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go higher than that.
1: Like, that's probably, we are already probably a best case scenario outcome for the Titans this season. A soft schedule, man. They do have a soft schedule.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're not just going to go out. It's not just going to go out and just take care of everything that they're supposed to. You know,
1: and like we gave him a win over Green Bay, but we got Green Bay 11 and five, too. And it's like, okay, you're going to change that game to move Tennessee down. And now Packers are 12 and four. Yeah. So we realize this is this is already drastically turned upside down the playoff seating. Right.
0: Yeah. So I think we I mean, do you feel compelled to look at anything else here?
1: Um, not unless we got to get to the playoffs, you know, right. Not unless there's any obvious player that we are forgetting about that opted out that we needed to discuss. Uh,
0: I mean, unless you think the chiefs losing du- Duvernay Tardif and Damian Williams is something that moves the needle.
1: Um,
0: you know, I know they signed Kalichi Assembly, They drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you know, but... we
1: had, it's easier to count the losses for the chiefs. We had losses mm-hmm. to, uh, Baltimore, Week three on Monday Night Football in Baltimore. Tampa Bay week 12 in Tampa Bay. And Denver week seven in Denver. I'm good. Okay, so we're going to leave it. Yeah. So Draft Dudes revised playoff predictions for 2020 upcoming now. Can you see my screen here?
0: I yep, yep, I can.
1: Okay, great. So um, I don't think anything changed on the AFC side of things because the Patriots,
0: the Patriots, were they the were the seven, seven.
1: They were the seven to begin yeah, with. So but Denver the lost AFC. the game.
0: So they, they lost right, their but, chance.
1: Right, but like the Patriots are were the seven seed when we originally did the forecast. The Patriots were still the seven
0: seed. Yep. So nothing changes here.
1: Right. So we had Bills, Browns. Chiefs and Chiefs winning yep. those three games. So we had four seed Bills hosting five seed Steelers. Bills win that game. We had three seed Titans, six seed Browns. Browns upsetting Tennessee and winning. And we kind of did that because we were super high on Tennessee throughout the season, but we didn't think they were going to be positioned to make like a deep.
0: I'm play. high on the Browns, man.
1: Yeah, I like. I like I, them.
0: I've I've turned like last year. I was like, nah, with the Browns, I'm I'm I like Stefanski. I like the tackle situation. Right. You know, I, I can buy in here. Like, yeah, just I'm we'll idiot. find you out. You don't if have to remind me. I'm not. an idiot. <laughs> Speaking Do of linebackers matter, right? That's the question for the Browns.
1: Speaking of linebackers, are we going to penalize the Eagles at all for Davion or um, Tavis Brown's Tavis. retirement? No, I
0: they weren't. We weren't looking at has, looking at him as a starter anyway.
1: Okay, but. okay. Yeah. So now, uh, Joe, honestly, did anything change here either? On the NFC side? Yeah. So we had San Francisco as the two hosting Seattle. I feel like that. Oh, it did. It did change uh, because Green Bay got an extra win. So we picked San Francisco to win over Seattle. Remember we had – because San Francisco played Seattle week 17, and we're like, oh, they're going to play back-to-back. Yeah. And then we also had the the Cowboys and Eagles playing back-to-back weeks because they play week 17. So now it's the 3 seed Packers hosting the Eagles – and now the four-seed Cowboys host the Buccaneers, whereas before the Packers hosted the Buccaneers and the Cowboys hosted the Eagles.
0: Okay. Well, I see no reason – I don't want to get super spoiler here, but I'm just going to do it. I see no reason to change our, our prediction of the Buccaneers in the NFC.
1: No, me neither. Yeah. So – but poor Dallas.
0: Really? Poor Dallas? I mean, they won 11-5, and five, won their division.
1: Yeah. And lost another first round. Like, right. th- is Dak done after that? They go, done done. The playoff, uh, they go one and done in the playoffs. They go one and done in the playoffs again. You done with Dak? First of all, I don't know how they're going to pay him. But that's so is Lamar,
0: is Lamar done is Baltimore? is <laughs> one and done back. To- <laughs> they,
1: don't, they don't have to pay him this year. Right. No. And no, he wouldn't be done anyway. But <laughs> that's not the point. The point is Dallas is conflicted about Dak. And it, that one of the narratives with Dallas – is that Dak can't win big games. And if they go one and done in the playoffs and lose Tom Brady, who was rumored to be somebody Dallas was kicking the tire. Remember Michael Irvin saying, oh, we're going to kick the tires on Tom Brady? Like, I don't I know. <laughs> I like the
0: Buccaneers, a Bruce Arians coach team with the talent they have. I mean, we're talking about run defense. Number one run defense in the NFL last year, the Buccaneers.
1: Yep They're, they're going to be able to handle And their these. young corners are, you know, awesome. they'll be tested by Dallas's receivers, but they'll be better than what they were last year. Correct. Because they're so y- they were so young last year. Damn. I think they can control pace of the game. Now Green Bay hosting Philadelphia. <laughs> what um It's interesting because it's like the Eagles secondary kind of has slaying everybody else, but the Packers wide receivers have Adams and everybody else. I
0: don't know. Coaches and quarterbacks, right? Let's focus on that for playoff right, games. Right. Peterson's a better coach. Uh, I mean, Wentz hasn't
1: done anything in the playoffs. Right. And, but he also I, got a concussion in a one score game I know, and
0: I know, I last that. year. So I have the more experienced playoff quarterback at home against the team with the better coaching staff. Oh,
1: man. I kind of want to pick the Eagles.
0: Okay. And I kind of want to pick the Packers. So that's not helpful.
1: (laughs) That's not helpful at all. Okay. Let's put our heads together here. Um, I like the Eagles defensive
0: line a lot. Right. And I think that's going to force them to be more of a Aaron Rodgers passing game control situation.
1: Do the Eagles not have a better offensive line than the Packers? Defensive line or, or I'm saying, are the Eagles not better on both trenches?
0: Yeah, they, they, both sides of the
1: line of scrimmage, the Eagles have the advantage,
0: right? Let's go with the Eagles.
1: There you go. Better coach, better trench play. And Marginally worse quarterback play if Aaron Rodgers plays to his potential to push, but Darius Darius Slay is going to have an opportunity to shadow Adams, Devontae Adams. Eagles dub,
0: yeah, it's fine.
1: Let's shake it up, baby.
0: All right, so the next week,
1: divisional round, nothing changes on the AFC. We had to break my heart again. Yeah, I enjoyed clicking it.
0: Yeah, you did. You were like, I can see you clicking. You just a lot of energy there going over the Chiefs.
1: Um. Okay, Maybe if so Josh
0: Norman didn't have to run with Tyree Kill,
1: we'd have a chance. Buccaneers, we chose to to advance yes. last time, yes. So they're advancing yeah. now. We have the Eagles visiting the Saints. 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 I agree, and I think did we have the Saints losing last time or? Oh no, we didn't because we said so. We have the same conference matchups that we were going to have either. Yeah, week.
0: we shouldn't we change a thing here. Buccaneers, no. Ravens.
1: We said, oh the. Uh, The Saints beat them both times in the regular season. It's really, really hard to beat a team twice, let alone three times. So Tampa will gladly sacrifice (laughs) a regular season win if it means they get the postseason win.
0: And Our Super Bowl pick still, Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens. I love it, man. That team is so complete. You know, like their secondary is nasty, ball hawks everywhere. They got a ton of range on the second level of the defense, like just tanks up front. Run the ball. I, I mean, so I wish they had, like, one more them, receiver, right? Like
1: Right. But you know what, Joe? They ran so much freaking 22. Right,
0: but now they in don't the, have
1: Hurst. In the games that I, they got Nick Boyle. They're paying Nick Boyle, like, $6 million a year.
0: So, all right.
1: I had so much fun studying Baltimore and watching what they were doing offensively, how they they'd go full house and run – speed option out of it they'd run zone read out of it they would run power out of it they would run like sweep out of it they'd run QB power out of it (laughs) they'd go play action out of it and it's just like man like they have so many extra layers what Greg Roman did offensively for Lamar to cater the offense to his strengths and pull some of these college concepts in It was the most fun that I have had. Now, granted, you got to apply that blueprint to postseason play, right? That's the big thing for for the Ravens because they've been one and done each of the last two years in the playoffs. They lost to the Chargers, and then they lost last year to the Titans. Titans, yeah. So kind of that narrative is starting to form a little bit. But this team is so well constructed to buck that, I think.
0: It's a fun – I hope we get this matchup because, well, we already talked about the Buccaneers' run defense, and it's a team that I've studied recently. You've got Sue and you've got Vea, who was good last year, William Golston, you have Va- Levante David and Devin White, which is a ton right. of range behind that. A ton you know? of speed
1: and, behind those mountains of men. By the
0: way, JPP and Shaq Barrett, not too shabby as your, as your uh, stand-up 34 outside backers, right? So, I mean, like, you've got – I mean, that's just a dream matchup. Um I I, w- I want to see that football game bad.
1: <laughs> Never mind, like, the subplots of Tom versus Lamar and, like, the old guard versus the new guard, right? Mm-hmm. But just, like like, you got done talking about front seven and trench play and, like, how good that can be. And Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown against those two edge rushers. And, you know, Baltimore – I think the biggest thing that that we're giving them credit for being able to take in stride, and we'll see how it goes, is the loss of Marshall Yonda. That's a big loss, uh, but we, looking at their roster, seem to feel fairly confident that they can take it in stride, and they've added a bunch of interior offensive linemen to be candidates to step into that role. So, it's gonna be a fun, uh, fun team to watch play. No questions asked. See you tonight. See you tonight, draft dudes. Takes on Takes Live. This is what, episode 103?
0: Something like that.
1: 103, 104, something like that. Can't keep track of the weeks anymore. At least I can keep track of my days, but I can't keep track of my weeks. Shout out to you for that. (laughs) Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, you can follow us. Joe is at the Joe Marino. I am at grinding the tape. If you're trying to watch the live stream of Takes on Takes tonight, you could do so on Facebook, YouTube, or Periscope slash Twitter, Look for The Draft Network and you will find all of our accounts. And you can watch live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bring your hot takes or we'll react to them live. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino signing off. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Draft News Podcast.